We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. That's what we want to do here. So I think Mac, a good candidate for multiple touchdowns here as a seven-point home favorite, always a favorable spot for our running backs. I think the Colts take control of this game and then they salted away behind Marlon Mack. Great play this week against the Raiders on both sides. Get him in those lineups. All right, let's stay at the running back position with another guy I love in the mid-range, Kerryon Johnson of the Lions. So Johnson even a little bit cheaper than Marlon Mack. 6500 on Fandle, 5400 on DraftKings. These prices seem way too cheap for a guy that's getting more and more involved in this offense. Last week we saw him play 75% of the snaps against the Eagles. There was a lot of concern coming into the season. Would he get opportunities as a third down back? Would he get goal line opportunities? Well, he saw both last week, and I was very encouraged by that passing game usage because the Chiefs coming to town, this game could go a lot of different ways. We know the Lions want to slow things down. They want to establish the run. That's great, but if the Chiefs come out and put 14 points on the board, we need our running back to be involved in the passing game, and I think you'll see that here with on Johnson. But his attempts on the ground should be profitable. The Chiefs giving up a league-high 6.2 yards per carry. If you don't like that stat, well, they haven't been very good in the fantasy points allowed either. on Johnson in a great spot no matter how this game goes. If it goes in favor of Detroit, Johnson should have a massive game. Even if the Chiefs get ahead, Johnson should still be involved, making him easily one of my favorite plays here in Week 4. All right, moving on to our fourth pick. We're going to go back to wide receiver with Mike Williams of the Chargers. So another great value here, 6,100 on FanDuel, 4,800 on DraftKings. We know they get the plush matchup 
with the Miami Dolphins. We also know Keenan Allen has been the guy gobbling up all the targets and the touchdowns as well, and that's Mike Williams' game. So I don't know that he's going to go another week without a touchdown. I'm going to call my shot here and say Mike Williams finds the end zone against Miami just due to variance. It's bound to happen, and maybe it isn't this week, but it's going to happen sooner or later. I'm banking on this week at this price in this match of the Dolphins, seven touchdowns already allowed just to wide receivers, and I'm expecting Keenan Allen to likely be the most popular wide receiver on the slate and the most highly owned wide receiver on the slate. So I'm not telling you you're doing it wrong by rostering Keenan Allen, but in tournaments, we're looking at that ownership. If I can get a discount on Mike Williams, I'm going to do that. Finds the end zone here, easily pays off that price. Love this spot against the Dolphins. All right, let's move on. Let's get you a tight end. We're going to go to Will Disley of the Seahawks. 5,400 on Fanduel, 3,600 on DraftKings. Tremendous value there, but very simple. Is Arizona on the schedule? Yes, they do not have a bye this week. Then you definitely want to fire up your tight end, and this week it's Will Disley. They've made every single tight end they have faced look like Rob Gronkowski. Remember, TJ Hawkinson hasn't done a whole lot outside of that big game. Greg Olson, the corpse of Greg Olson, comes out and has a big game against them. And, of course, Mark Andrews as well. Now it's Will Disley's turn, and the Cardinals have been so bad against this position, they have allowed nine more fantasy points per week than the second-worst team against tight ends. And you don't see that level of splits amongst teams that are that bad, that good. It doesn't matter. A nine-point separation per week, allowing over 20 fantasy points per week to the position. Nick Vanette been shipped out to Pittsburgh. I know he's been splitting routes with Disley. Luke Wilson is there. We could see the same scenario here. I expect Disley's role to grow a little bit. And maybe he goes up to a 65-70% split. We could see even better numbers than what we've seen already of him. Three touchdowns over the last two weeks. I expect that trend to continue here. And I expect Arizona to continue sucking against the tight end position. Will Disley, a lock and load, easy play for me in tournaments, cash games on both sites here against the Cardinals. All right, it's time to take a look at my favorite play on the week. But before I do that, guys, I need a few things from you. First of all, I need you to subscribe to the channel. That makes life easy on you. You know when the videos are coming out, and we always want to make life easy here in the Fantasy Bar. Secondly, I need you to click that thumbs up button. If you're enjoying your time here in the Fantasy Bar, you like the video, a lot of bars out there, they have that tip jar up there. You put a dollar or two in there. I'm not asking for your money. A lot of guys out here asking you to PayPal money. I don't need you to send me your money. I need you to click that thumbs up button, and that tells me you're enjoying the video. So I appreciate that. And contest time. That's right. We're going to run it back on the Beast of the Week contest. What I need you to do, get in the comment section of the video with your guess on fantasy points for my Beast of the Week on Fandle. Closest guess is going to win either a free week of Roto-Grinders Premium or a free Roto-Grinders t-shirt if you're already a premium subscriber. So... Let's get to it. Let's take a look at my favorite play. You know, Mass, the Beast of the Week. All right, Beast time. We have not given you a quarterback yet. We're going to roll Russell Wilson of the Seahawks this week's Beast of the Week. So we mentioned the Cardinals, how bad they were against the tight end position. They're just as bad, if not worse, against the quarterback position. On average, they're allowing 306 passing yards and three touchdowns per week. If you look at the DraftKings average, they're giving up an average of 30.3 DraftKings points per week to quarterbacks. And yes, Lamar Jackson was one of those quarterbacks, but Kyle Allen, who we had last week, hopefully you got him in those lineups, and Matthew Stafford were the other quarterbacks. So not exactly world beaters here, but we know this team is going to play at a very fast pace, 
That's going to lead to more opportunity for Russell Wilson. So we get an up-tempo game. We get a guy that's throwing more than he has in the last few seasons. More running as well. He's been running a lot early on in the season. That, to me, makes an easy call for the Beast of the Week. If it comes anywhere near that 30 fantasy points that they are averaging. We're talking about a 5x return on DraftKings. Russell Wilson should crush this week. You can pair him with Disley. I like Tyler Lockett. Go back to DK Metcalf. Chris Carson, a lot of ways you can go at Seattle, but I will be heavily exposed to this team. Love the Seahawks against the Cardinals, but love Russell Wilson easily. My favorite play of week four in this week's beast of the week. All right, guys, that'll wrap up for week four here in the Fantasy Bar. And Fanel and DraftKings will have a Yahoo video out as well if you're playing over there. Don't forget, rotogrinders.com slash beer, only available to you guys watching the video. Can't find that anywhere else. You're not going to find it on Twitter. Gets you $10 off Roto Grinders Premium. Go check it out. Ton of great tools in there. Gridiron IQ going to be a game changer. So take advantage of that offer, guys. And I appreciate you stopping by. For rotogrinders.com, I am Bear Sansalu. Best of luck here in week four. We'll see you in the Yahoo video. And we'll see you back here for week five. Go crush it, guys. Good luck. We'll see you. Hey, thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, make sure you check out the current videos playlist.
is going on, Rotor Grinders? Dean here. That's Dean 7904 if you want to get all technical on me. It is actually 502 on the East Coast, 202 on the West Coast, 402 Tennessee time, which of course means it's time for the flagship show here at Rotor Grinders. It is called, it's called Grinders Live. It's sponsored by Yahoo. And joining me today, it's a, it's a three-man booth. Why not? Last week of the season, we got two less men than games going down on a Thursday night. Batting first, leading off, new papa. Let's give him the little lead off for sure. It's one of uh, Stevie TPFL. Did we get our nap in today? No nap today. Um, I'm just here so I don't get fined. You know, three-man booth, five games. <laughs> um, baseball content this time of the year is so much fun. Um, but, yeah, excited. Excited for I the I can't slate. tell if you're being sarcastic or not. Actually, <laughs> so so, so he, here's the thing. Like, I don't like my, my builds on FanDuel and DraftKings, but I really like my Yahoo builds. So I was actually kind of pumped that it's a Yahoo show. Yeah, we, we were having a – this is to get behind the curtain pre-show. We were basically guessing your lineup. And uh, we were trying to play the feud, and Grant does not understand the rules. You were trying food. to play the feud. No one else was living in your special <laughs> little world, Dean. <laughs> well, you just pounced and said, well, you have obviously have these six guys. I'd give me all the money. And you think you were wrong, actually. Yes, because there was clearly a monetary prize for that game. <laughs> in my head, there was. In my world, there was. That, of course, uh, the world's last uh, snickerdoodle truther. It's Grant Nieper. What's going on, Grant? Oh, you know, just enjoying the last few days of baseball before my life gets slightly easier for a few weeks. And then basketball's around the corner on the 20th or so or something like that. Started, it used to start, like, basically around Halloween, you know, like 29, 30, 31 or something like that of, of October. But I believe it's the 20th. They've extended the season a little bit. I guess that's probably why they don't have, like, less uh, – there's less like three and four nights and things like that. But, uh, oh, yeah, basketball's going to be good times for sure. I cannot wait to talk about it. But, yeah, we're going to talk about Five Gamer as far as tonight. By the way, Stevie, if you're ever in a pinch for a babysitter, uh, you know, Grant, sneaky good babysitter. I don't know if you're available, but you guys might want to coordinate on that. Yeah, yeah so I'm just have to good. drive, what, 20 hours? Uh, <laughs> I think it's 29. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Yeah, thanks, Dean. Um, but I'm glad sneaky I can have a, yeah, 29-hour babysitter. Like. <laughs> I'm sure, like, by the time he gets here, um, I'll, you know, be sleeping and stuff. Well, you got to book him well in advance, you know. Just get, you got to plan ahead, I think. That's how that works. I don't know. I'm not sure if there is a uh, – you know, uh, <laughs> just trying to help. I'm just trying to be helpful here. <laughs> Grant, what, what do we think of this five-game slate tonight? I mean, it's pretty straightforward. You know, we kind of went through yeah. it, like, in the first two minutes pre-show. Like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. All right, here we go. Let's have some, uh, let's have some fun on the show. Run it back. But uh, give me the screenshot. Sure, why not? What are we looking at? Um, we're looking at a few teams that we don't want to play, a few pitchers that we want to play, a few cheap guys because it's this time of the year, and a few stacks that are actually very – like there's a very divisive line between good stacks and bad stacks today. We have four good ones, two or three terrible ones, and then three mediocre ones. So – what? Uh, what do you call the Astros? Because we were talking about this pre-show, actually, and that, that might dictate the slate to some degree. Uh, we don't have a lineup just yet as far as Houston. Of course, they're basically cruising in uh, into the playoffs, you know, around the corner, and they're resting their guys to some extent. And word on the street is that Altuve is going to sit. I think Springer is going to sit as well. Uh, how much does that predicate that the, 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 this slate? Because you're probably going to find some cheapies, at least, against Jaime Barria, especially reverse splitsy from a power perspective. You know, is that is that going to factor in uh, to just some degree as far as building your lineups today? No. Okay. <laughs> Good talk. <laughs> Stevie, I mean, I, I feel like this is a thing. Like, I mean, Bria gives up a ton of homers, especially to righties. 
like if we can get a cheap ready or if like Bregman cracks the lineup, we're not we're not enthused. Oh well, yeah, I think Bregman would be fantastic, but um, you're just gonna like Houston lineup is why we can't really like do anything yet. Like we're waiting to see like what that lineup looks like. Hopefully, it comes out here soon and we're able to talk about it once we get past the pitchers. Um, you know, in five minutes from now. Well, no, I'm, I'll take the over in five minutes. As far as the pitcher, con- you're saying it's gonna take five minutes to talk pitchers. Is that what your, the wager was there? Yeah. <laughs> we have an hour long to talk about five games, so. Uh, you know, I'm all about that filibuster life for sure. And I suppose we'll have a uh, time for shenanigans. We'll certainly have time for questions. I've been uh, doing shenanigans all show long. I've been drawing. Wait, does that wait? What are you? You're, you're drawing right now? <laughs> I, I, I drew a picture. Where Where did you post this? Just, <laughs> just for yourself? No, no. Somebody doesn't have Twitter open while they're doing a show. <laughs> Grant, yeah, Grant. He doesn't give me his full attention, unfortunately, and he just tweets. Have I ever talking. given you my full attention? I want like 92%, give or take, when we're on air. Oh, zero chance you're getting over 40. <laughs> I get 100% from Grant every podcast. Well, yeah, why is that, just, Grant? He likes me more, Dean, that's all. Because oh, I guess his, his, fair his voice doesn't sound like nails on a chalkboard, which is actually yeah. kind of soothing, which is why you put me to sleep, Dean. Well, Stevie has that, he's got a booming voice. He's got a, you know what I like about his voice? is It, it, it matches his face. They're both manly. And then there's me. And, you know. Changing his tires lately, Dean? I did not. I got my emissions test today. That was exciting. I left the house. That was fun. <laughs> oh, what a racket! Time for everything. What a racket that is, by the way. Um, it's uh, you know, and I had an awkward conversation with a stranger because they put you in a booth, like a five by five room, like a little waiting room for like two minutes, and like it's me and one other person, and like how do you not talk to the guy? And then we, we I, I went on a whole uh, racket bit, and he liked it. <laughs> well, I think we didn't exchange numbers or anything. That was it. We'll never see each other again. But, you don't uh, know I don't know. I think you got his number. <laughs> this is how uh, we're, we're, we're beyond five minutes now, almost. Let's talk as far as the pitchers. And uh, Stevie, it's not maybe heard us before, but the Marlins, uh, and I imagine Grant, he'll talk about the good stacks, the bad stacks. They're, they're falling, uh, you know, they're going to fall down the chute. They're a bad egg. They're in the old Willy Wonka or something like that. Uh, just an absolutely dreadful lineup for the Marlins. And, you know, Wheeler is not special, but he's perfectly fine. You know, he's been in form. Uh, you know, great ballpark. Marlins lineup is certifiably terrible. We do have Lewis Brinson in the lineup. You love seeing that. All the strikeouts there on layaway. Dean is terrible. Austin Dean. Austin Dean, if you want to be real specific. I don't want anybody splicing that and using that against me in the future. Uh, Stevie, Zach Wheeler, and, and, you know, on Yahoo, he's not the most expensive pitcher, which is outrageous. Uh, and you were building your Yahoo lineup pre-show. And spoiler alert, Zach Wheeler is in your Yahoo lineup, just like everybody else's Yahoo lineup, I assume. Yeah. Yeah, don't get cute. Like, play Wheeler. Um, Eric Cooper is the umpire behind the plate. He's a very good um, pitcher's umpire. He has the highest K prop on the slate. He's facing the worst offense on the slate. Like, it's a there's a reason that, like, Zach Wheeler is the guy to play today. So, um, I, I'm just playing him. I, I Honestly, I don't even care. I just I'll, – I'll eat the chalk on Zach Wheeler today. Played DeGrom yesterday. The Mets still have, like, a slimmer of hope, right? Like, they need some no, stuff No, I think they happen. got eliminated yesterday. I think officially Did they eliminated get eliminated yesterday. yesterday? So. I think so. Um, I mean, the Cubs and the Mets, I think, both got knocked out because Milwaukee's in. I think that's Okay. Right. So, but anyway, like, they're still facing Miami, so. Yeah. They're bad. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> but the Marlins are eliminated, like, four months ago, I think, give or take. I, I don't know. Um, game two Grant, into the season. You, you confirmed, Grant. I, you know, it's, we're not uh, we're, we're not playing anybody. But what, are you having fun in the chat? What, Grant, are you ignoring me? What's going on? I feel I'm like not having fun in the chat. Devin's having fun. <laughs> what? 
Is he having fun in the chat? What am I missing out on? Is there a private chat I'm not aware of that you guys not invite me to? What is no, happening? Where is it? Uh, just stop moving so much, Dean. Well, yeah, I did. I did move just just for a good time, just to have a just to throw him off. I saw him typing in chat about that. I wasn't sure if he was joking or not, but uh, yeah, I'm just kind of swilling on my chair. You're playing uh, Wheeler as well, Grant. Yes. See. Yes, of course I'm playing Wheeler. I probably will have 100% Wheeler just because I can fit him in. I think to me it's him and Savale are probably the two top guys, although I'm not really locked into any other pitcher. I'm kind of going to mix and match things. So I, I, I think I think that Wheeler is just an automatic lock and load. I mean, I get that DeGrom or other guys have gotten blown up by the Marlins. Or it was Thor that got blown up a little bit. And that it tends to happen with the Marlins for no apparent reason, but this is a five-game slate, and he's the only guy that really has a shot at going for just a boatload of points. Yeah, you saw Savali facing the White Sox. Savali, of course, not a big K guy, less than 20% of the season, but the White Sox collectively strike out a ton. They have their full strikeout lineup in there. Not one guy in this lineup strikeouts less than, what, 21.7%. That would be Tim Anderson. Uh, he doesn't walk for what it's worth either. Uh, collectively, 29% as far as the Ks. Savali certainly uh, is one of the SB2s uh, I'm considering. Stevie, is he one of your favorites? Uh, you know, you could spend up. Again, Manaya is the most expensive pitcher, you know, on, on Yahoo. That's not the same in other sites around around the industry. Uh, I like Manaya. You know, they have they have motivation, obviously. Oakland's got motivation. Savali's got motivation. Both those teams really, really need the win. Uh, Oakland, Cleveland, Tampa, those, those three teams are battling for two spots. Uh, how much do you prioritizing that? How much does that matter to you? Uh, does that lead you to Savali or Manaya? No, I think Savali is your, you know, cash game SP2. Uh, I think Jose Quintana is kind of interesting as a pivot. Um, same price on Yahoo. Just because, you know, Pittsburgh, pretty bad lineup right now dealing with the injuries. So I think that uh, obviously Jose Quintana is a very interesting pivot. Um, Joe Musgrove, the, the Cubs, um, their lineup's not the best today. You know, obviously, like you said, I think they got eliminated yesterday. Um, Sean Manaya is really interesting as a tournament pivot. But I honestly, it would be more of trying to get Manaya and Wheeler together. We have some $7 hitters today that we're going to talk about as we're going. And I think it's possible to play Manaya and Wheeler together. But I'm not taking Wheeler out to play Manaya. Um, and I hate the fact that he's more expensive. But, you know, obviously it's a, it's a five-game slate. So when we're looking at the slate overall, we got to be different somewhere. Um, if everybody's going to stack Cleveland – stack Oakland stack Houston you know where can be where can we be different yeah um by the way as far as one pitcher sites is is it the uh, is Wheeler your guy in Fandle yeah I, I think so he, he's my he's on my Fandle lineup right now yeah that's most likely the case for me as well too um and I am more expensive than Wheeler on DK also uh you can step down to Savali like you talked about Cease Cease is a, a talented arm he could be a little bit wild there is some K uh, potential there but also he's got the toughest matchup there against Cleveland I think that's an interesting, you know, tournament move. Uh, I can see that, you know, working out. I suppose in theory. But wouldn't upside. you rather just wouldn't you rather just take a shot on like Felix Fernandez and his last start in Seattle? Like, if you're you're the narrative guy, he's men's salary. Like, if you're going to go down to seas against Cleveland, why not play Hernandez or Felix in his last start in Seattle? Like, does he gain a mile an hour tonight with a little bit of zip, a little bit of a uh, mojo going? Well, so I might I as well that. just do steroids because well, the last one, who cares? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Peyton Manning it. Wait, what? what kind of, you're making all these accusations in one. No, sentence. you don't remember the whole Peyton Manning thing. Like after he retired, 
or like yeah. his last season they're like oh there's new steroid allegations there was that whole documentary and Peyton just like holler yeah whatever man I'm, I'm like I'm out I'll, guess. I'll take my Super Bowl win and get going is that your Peyton Manning impression <laughs> no terrible. I don't think my Peyton Manning impression would involve me growing my forehead <laughs> is, are, are, is there like a sharpie being drawn on me right now like is Devin having fun are you having fun what is going on you, did you guys organize this pre-show like I have no Dean, idea I'm having fun whenever Stevie's around oh there was a there was a pause there you almost said something else I had to give you hope <laughs> false false hope unfortunately um yeah so I, I mean look were you buying the whole like, the king's court thing like this is his last chance ever uh, and like I, I was reading an article uh, because I, I googled the same thing and I saw Cheese talk about his article too and I was like I, I thought like well he's probably gonna be done right and he's still like not old but he's got a really really old 33 year old arm whatever it is a lot of wear and tear I don't think he, he in the league. I don't think he retires yeah he says he still wants to pitch so you're, at least that's what I saw in a quote I think this was a recent article I might have not you know checked the, the, the date isn't it? Isn't this like a, a prime example of like Felix Hernandez going to like Kansas City or something next year? Like, let's be realistic. Like, he's just gonna go somewhere and eat innings. Like, he's not good yeah. anymore. But it's a five game slate, and we need a cheap SP two on some sites, and he's cheap everywhere that you have two pitchers. So, you know, why why are we not taking a shot here on like a Felix Hernandez? I want him to be the next Edwin Jackson and just play like 17 different teams over the course of like four years or something like that. That'll be good times for sure. Um, but like, yeah, but he also like is terrible. So it's like maybe like, I, do you think because they're going to be chanting King, 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 and it's probably his last start ever in Seattle, like somehow that makes him a better pitcher for one night only? No, Anyone? I, I think what, <laughs> Like uh, no, I'm being I'm being realistic. Like you know, taking yeah. the narrative out of everything, he he's not been good this year. Um, the only thing that he has going for him here is he doesn't walk right-handed hitters, and this team has, you know, what five righties? Um, and yeah, one, two, three, four, five righties, and we're looking at a team that has strikeouts. Um, so, uh, you know, you just look at it overall, and there's some there's some upside here. But Oakland's playing for something, too. So, like, Oakland's a chalk stack, so you're getting the leverage that way. But, yeah. Uh, is there any other pitchers that are worth talking about? Like, Wade Biley's gotten his face punched in a ton of late. Um, he looks like crap. He looks dreadful, um, but he's also facing an Angels team that the lineup looks terrible as well, too. Like, you, know, you don't recognize half the names from the start of the season. Uh, granted, would you be ambitious enough to roster Biley, or it's just like it's been too bad too often of late? I think I've got, as of right now, 60% Miley. Whoa. Um, I'm not happy about it. I'm going to change. He's been obviously terrible, but, like, he's – it doesn't really make sense, um, like, just how bad he's been. There's no real reason behind it. There's a 3.67 implied total against him. Yes, may not go that late. Yes, he may not do that great, but – Two of the teams that I'm stacking a whole lot are the White Sox and the Mariners. Um, to me, they're the two teams with just about the most upside on the slate outside of the three main ones, which are going to garner ten times as much ownership. It's weird to say, but I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm going balls out on this five-game slate. I feel like there is value everywhere, or at least there is upside everywhere with these guys, and I'm just going to roll them instead of going with the chalk 
Indians, Astros, Mets, or A's. Like, everyone's going to be on them. There's no point in playing them on a five-game slate where we have two upside teams with Chicago and the Mariners. You're just saying, uh, I'm just going to embrace variance this slate. That's it. Hope, hope, hope you're, hoping, you're rooting for wonkiness. I mean, it's not even going to be that much wonkiness. Like, he uh, is a decent pitcher, has shown decent stuff, but the Mariners have mashed lefties over the last few months. Yes, they strike out at a huge clip. Yes, the White Sox strike out at a huge clip, but guess what? They have power. They have more power. The White Sox probably have more power than pretty much than the Mets. And Yamamoto's not that much worse than Savannah. The Mets have a polar bear. That's not true. I mean, outside of Alonzo. Okay, so uh, I think Abreu almost has as many barrels as Alonzo this year. <laughs> barrel for barrel. That might be. I mean, he's got to have at least 50, I would say, Alonzo. Yeah, and what, I, what's, I, his, not... what's the White Sox ownership compared to the Mets ownership? Well, that, that, that hence the start of my the, the embrace wonkiness. I mean, it's not even wonkiness. It's just math. Yes. <laughs> so can uh, I make the counter argument to Wade Miley? Fire yeah, away. Like, he's not thrown over, what, 40 pitches in three of his last four starts. If we're looking at the advanced numbers, his K rate is down 5%. His walk rate is up 5%. His Woba's up 170, all the way up to 495 over the last 30 days. It's a control issue. His contact rate has gone from 78% to 86%. So I'm just saying, like, the only thing, like, when you have a swinging strike rate that dips from 8.8% to 5.8, you just got to be careful. But I'm with you, Grant. Like, it, this is a five-game slate. Like, if I'm rolling one lineup out there, I probably don't play Wade Miley. But, like, in tournaments, you could do whatever you want on this slate. And if it works out, you're going to be ahead of the field. So – I get it. I just wanted to say, like, the advanced stats for Wade Miley right now are terrible. And this is coming from somebody that played him in one of his recent starts. <laughs> so what do you think his BABIP was or batting average well, really, was? Really high. It has to be. He, he so, didn't get out of the first inning in three of the four, four his last starts. Yeah, it wasn't an open last match. start, it was four hits, three outs. So do the math there. The one before, we'll ignore that. The one before that, it was seven hits, one out. The week before that, it was five hits, zero outs, which equates to a 1,000 average. A perfect batting average. The amount of variance in this is just ridiculous here. You got a hard hit rate, uh, Anya, just just by chance? No. Okay. So unless <laughs> just, he's, they're still yeah. like they're not going to get a hundred percent hard hit rate unless that he's very, very, very clearly tipping pitches. And even if he was tipping pitches, that's still variance getting a hundred percent hard hit rate. But like, we should the clarify. Other thing, okay. Really quick though, like the other thing is like. Wade Miley goes out and throws four good innings. Are they going to let him keep going here? Like, they want him to get his confidence back. They let him right. That's what I'm saying. Like four good innings. We're we're coasting. Like, They'll let him get the win. And honestly, five good innings and the win might be good enough to get him the second or third highest scoring player on the right. He's not right. in the 9K range that he's been all season. Like recently, anyway. Like so, I get it. I'm just saying. Like that's the other the other thing. Does he pitch in the in the playoffs? He's not a starter, is he? Like he's, he's like a long man starter. in the pen. He's their fourth you guy. You don't need four starters necessarily in the playoffs. They with extra days off. Like you don't I mean, with it. extra days off, generally, I think the first series you generally have four starters, or maybe the second series, depending on how many games it ends up going. It's a yeah. It all depends. Like you don't need it, but like he, I guess he's there if they need him. So he, is he and why would they need guy? a bullpen arm? They got great bullpen arms, and they got three guys that are likely to go seven innings in every game. 
if they're up 8-1, like, they can save their other guys and he can go out there and get his face punched in and give three runs or something like that. I don't know. Like, he's not somebody they're relying on too much, I don't think. Unless, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's actually going to be – he slated the pitch, like, game four or something. But I think that's a terrible idea. Just well, it, it all depends on who you're playing, too, right? Like, if you want a crafty veteran lefty, like <laughs> – Is Jamie like, Moyer available? Like, the, you got to think. There are three guys, like, are, are all righties. They're all very good. They're, the Astros should win the World Series this year, in my opinion. But – Best team. I yeah, so. they're very, very clearly the best team and the best playoff team. Correct. But, like, right. baseball, you know, playoffs are, are uh, wonky, you know, lots of variants. I would take the field against them, but they're clearly the best team. You know, that's just how it goes down sometimes. Uh, should, we, should we talk about uh, – we're way, way over five minutes, but should we talk about Musgrove or Contana? Like, those are, like, unsexy plays, but they should be fine. Anybody have I, a thought here? I prefer both of them, I think, to – Savale or Maya, when you can incorporate ownership, I'm guessing they're going to be lower owned than those guys. They're cheaper. So, like, it's not that they're better plays. It's a Musgrove. I mean, there's the top four guys may all be lefties, but they're not great. And then you have the likes of LaCroix, Boat, Russell, Almora right afterwards. It's not like this is a, their all star lineup. Their top three best players are not in the lineup. So, this is two AAA teams playing each other with two major league caliber pitchers. In a big ballpark. In a very good ballpark, yes, where it's only 70 degrees and not terribly humid. Summarize the arms there, Stevie. Um, Wheeler, I think we all can agree that Wheeler is the best pitcher on the slate to play. Um, outside of that, you know, obviously, Savelle, um, Musgrove is fine. Quintana, the, the Pittsburgh lineup's terrible. That lineup's awful. Um, <laughs> and, and just, you know, taking shots at the bottom on Wade Miley, sees Felix Hernandez, any of those guys. Like, it's a five-game slate, and everybody is going to be stacking against these pitchers at the bottom. I feel sad. We mentioned nine of the ten pitchers. We did not mention Jordan Yamamoto. Because he's uh, terrible. Well, you asked the Marlins. They think he was their best pitcher, you know? <laughs> Because he had three good starts, and that was using the ask the Marlins is probably the worst justification of all time. <laughs> <laughs> the organization that traded away Kristen Yelich for Lewis Brinson, those evaluators, come on. Um, the only one that made sense was Stanton. Yeah, they they paid it like seventy million dollars for him to go away as well too. Stanton is Stanton gonna like the Yankees are gonna buy him out, right? There's no way he's like swinging and missing and pitches at like thirty nine years old or forty two years old, whatever it is. He looks awful at the plate. It's going to be a rough, like, seven years for New York. If they have the money, they'll be fine. But uh, With rough seven years, are they going to make the playoffs every single time? Yep. I'm saying Stanton specifically. <laughs> they'll, they'll be – I, I put the qualifier on that. They'll be what fine. What do you think happened with A-Rod, though? Do they make the playoffs a bunch and do well yeah. when they're they paying fun. him that same amount of money? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> and you I will already say said it's going to be a rough few years for – You games. did. He did. I was not saying for the Yankees specifically. Do I still literally said for the Yankees. A top hat, maybe? What, 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 what's being drawn? Is there a nose of some sort that I can honk? I, I'm putting together some like, I gotta change. I got to change the subject because I was way wrong. On the, it's going to be a rough. I wasn't way wrong. You guys misunderstood what I was saying. I was saying specifically. It's going to be a rough what you literally said. <laughs> It's gonna be a rough. It's gonna be a rough patch for the Miami Marlins and the Miami Dolphins, not the New York Yankees. <laughs> Context clues, man, unbelievable. Uh, all right, well, this is fun. 
Hey, hitters, open it up for us, Grant. Give, give us the lay of the land as far as the sticks. I mean, the obvious ones are the Astros, the Indians, the A's, the Mets. Like, those are the lineups that you really want. Like, one, if you're just talking about raw points, all over a five implied total. None of them are going up against very good pitchers. Um, and, like, Astros probably, at least on Yahoo, they're definitely going to have a whole lot of value. I mean, Brantley and Tucker are going to be seven and ten bucks, respectively. Bregman is the top play at third base in all likelihood. Chapman's not far behind, and he's cheap over on DK if you want to use him there. Olsen's one of the top first base plays. Alonzo's one of the top first base plays. If you're using anyone outside of those guys and then the cheap guys in the Cubs lineup up at the top over on Yahoo, then you're probably making a bad lineup or you're trying to be contrarian. So that's the guys just with top, uh, like, projected points. And then we got my two ones that – or my two lineups that I absolutely love today. It's the White Sox and the Mariners. We know that Murphy and Nola absolutely crush lefties. We know Kyle Lewis destroys anyone going against him. Maida, again, may not be as great as he seems to be. He still has a 4-5 exit. Yes, he's striking out a lot of guys, but this Mariners team going up against a soft-pitching lefty can absolutely destroy. They're cheap, they're unowned, and then the White Sox, all of them have power. I mean, we've seen them just absolutely destroy certain pitchers. They just blew up Bieber last night. We know that they have power. They're going up against a guy that's just an average strikeout guy so far in the majors. Only 19.8%. Walks aren't really a concern because they don't walk much. And Savelle doesn't walk much. So the ball's going to be put in play. And it's going to be hit hard because Abreu, Anderson, Moncada, Collins, McCann, Polka, when he actually hits the ball, who's, I think he's batting like 300 over the last week and a half, which is incredible. And he's super cheap at 2K, min-priced. You can make a Mia Walt Wheeler lineup with a full White Sox stack. You can make a Savale uh, Wheeler lineup with a full Mariner stack. You can play the top price guys. I'm going to just go super hard on the White Sox and the Mariners. I'm going to have one lineup that's a double stack that's leaving like four grand on the board. Uh, wow, you're just being ambitious from all the different angles of being. It's goofy. a five game slate, and we know exactly where the chalk is on four teams, all of which can easily end up being terrible i mean oakland's not in a great stadium cease does have some uh skill yamamoto seems to screw me over every time i stack against him and the astros they're not rolling out their a lineup yeah but i I guess what i'm saying is that you don't have to be goofy and ambitious and balls to the wall as you would say on every possible angle like if you're goofy and different in one spot like that right there that that makes you different then you get that you're, you're taking players that nobody's playing. You're dropping your salary down to like your 4K off the floor, which, you know, I guess you can do these things. And nobody's going to duplicate your lineup. We can say that. Yeah. No one's going to come close to my lineup except for the people watching the show now. <laughs> well, I don't know how persuasive that sales pitch was. Stevie, are you going to duplicate the Grant's lineup? Nope. <laughs> All right. I'm playing one team, though. So, like, it's different for me. I'm not like, I'm playing a lot more in like showdown tonight than playing baseball. Um, I think the showdown slate, there's some edge to tonight. So, um, but like I'm playing one team and I think that I'm going to, I'm hoping the Astros roll out some of these young kids. And like, if they're in the starting lineup, like they're not going to get pinch hit for, they're not going to get taken out. It's a great matchup against Barria. So like, I want to play the Astros tonight, but I completely understand what Grant's doing. I love what he's doing. Um, if I was playing a ton of tournaments tonight, 
that's I think that's a great approach. We know Seattle's been a team that ha- has beat up left-handed pitching all season, and Sean Mania is a, a minus two forty in this game, and the Mariners have a three point four implied total. They're not going to be popular at all. So I, I love what he's doing here, you know. And assuming that lineup comes out with Nola and Murphy batting towards the top, and and Crawford and Long not up there at the top, like there's a lot of different ways you'll be able to stack Seattle too. Yeah, I'm I'm going the other way. I'm just more likely to play some Mania than play uh, the Mariners guys. Maybe like oh really? Look at Dean but... doing something chalky. Ten percent well, Mania, right? The, the Mariners stink. They're just they're not good. You know, it's uh, the only guy I like is is Vogeldong, and he's uh, probably not going to play today. I assume the lefty uh, Mania there. You know, the other I guess Crawford if you think you're a pinch is a punt, but again, lefty on lefty, that's not too appealing. Lewis is small sample nonsense. Uh, you know, you're forced to roster a catcher, so I guess you consider Murphy. No one of small samples, but gonna get lefties too. But I'm just not buying these names. That uh, you know, I I think they're fraudulent. There's a reason why the total is 3.44 for the Seattle side. And also, the Oakland uh, has a pretty solid pen. And they have full motivation, so they're not going to roster out some trash arms uh, if Manaya, for whatever reason, has a hiccup. So, yeah. I, I, they're not going to score five runs, Seattle. What's, what, what, do you, what do you think, Grant? No, not, no five runs for the, for the Mariners tonight. Really? They're going to score ten. <laughs> nope. We shall see. Uh, do I have a mustache yet? Did I get the twirl? I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out what's going on here. It took but, you so uh, long to catch on. Well, if you were listening, if you're giving 94% or 100% like Stevie, um, you know, you would have heard me reference this about 25 minutes ago or so, give or take. But the, I was um, listening and you did reference it. It still took you, you have no idea how long we've been doing this. <laughs> I, do, I do know. I'm reading the chat. I see those shenanigans going on for sure. And no, like it didn't even start in the chat though. That's what Grant's saying. Like <laughs> this started, this started with Twitter, like three minutes into the show. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I turned up. I turned off my notifications. Is that a mistake? It's not like I would ever tag you. Oh, now I see what's going on. What sort of shenanigans, <laughs> you guys? This is serious. This is DFS. This is serious stuff. This is I think we're giving out great on content. a five-game slate. We can do what we want. Uh, great content. Like we 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 we've given the chalk approach. We've given the contrarian approach, and we haven't even got the catcher yet. Like, as far as dressing me, or as far as players who actually like as the contrarian takes, because uh, oh, okay. Well, yeah, sure. We gave you a we beard. Do. That's contrarian. Is this why it's a three-man booth? Was this whole thing concocted from the start? I don't know. Nah, uh, no. Like I said, I'm just here so I don't get fun. Is, is this your first show back or first content back this, as far as uh, – I did uh, – I see someone doesn't podcast. listen to the morning grind. I know. Sorry. It was a five-game sleep. I thought I could handle it on my own. You, you would have played like 40 or 50% Philip Lindsay last week like me and Grant did and made a bunch of money. Well, yeah. You have to listen you know, to the podcast. Well, Suck it, played- Dean. I played Chris Carson, so I'm broke now. You'd, you'd be playing, you'd be playing Jordan Howard on the showdown slate tonight if you listen to the podcast. Well, I'm not playing show. I'm not playing Jordan Howard. No, I don't think I'm doing that. That touchdown's I mean, going to be touchdowns? such. That's uh, fine with me. That's all the giblets I need. <laughs> By the way, the Yahoo sponsor show should mention uh, like two or three Thursday. I think every single Thursday so far this season. They've had uh, overlay on their Thursday nights. Uh, I just kind of pulled it up and just taking a peek as far as what's going down. As far as, you know, 820 on the East Coast is lock time. Uh, they have a $20,000 tournament, 4K on, at top, $10 jump in there. I believe, I feel like it's a 10 if you're max. Don't hold me to that one. It has been all season. Yeah. Uh, but it's not even, ha- well, it's just half full right it's now. It's 10 entry max, yeah. Yeah. So, like, and here's the thing is, like, you don't have to play anybody in the game. You could play Jordan Howard, but in theory, you don't play anybody. 
Uh, I wouldn't play him in that slate. I said showdown, Dean, not a full 15-game slate. Well, this is what happens when when context gets construed. Like it just so it's a callback to no. I didn't Stanton say the Yankees are going to struggle for the next few years. I said I I'm playing Jordan Howard on a one. That game was literally slate. your exact words. I'm going to go cut it and I'm going to post it cut on Twitter. It. I want you to cut it because I have <laughs> all the time in the world said, right now. Devin, we got another job team. for you. <laughs> not say, oh, the Yankees are doomed. They got to pay Stanton. That's it for them. Where you didn't say doom. Money? That's exactly. You didn't say that. You said the Yankees are going to struggle for the next few years. That's exact. Those are the exact words you said. Uh, to pay? No, I, I don't know what I said. Now that was literally your exact words. I'm just the conversation went: the Yankees are going to struggle in the future. My beard? And then we said you're going to. You said the Yankees are going to struggle in the future. And really? then you said, "Oh, I didn't say they were going to get destroyed in the future." Somebody, where is the court reporter? Do we have a court reporter on, on staff or no? Because I need somebody to read back the, the transcript. But all right, uh, I've been I've been, I've been writing a transcript this entire time. <laughs> Apparently, you, you not listen to me. You referred to yourself as very very pretty today twice. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, do I have like an air quotes or <laughs> a thought bubble? Uh, Grant, give me some catchers you love. I'm sure it's a, a, probably a Salamander you like. I mean, if we're looking over on Yahoo, it's uh, Caratini seven bucks uh or it's tom murphy who just mashes lefties if dean didn't already know that outside of them i'm using a little bit of zach collins because i'm stacking up the white Sox. you can use some mccann if you don't want to use collins end of end of analysis uh see those catchers and raise them those are two guys that i like um murphy for the upside like even though like i think shamanai is fine i think murphy's your your upside play, and then Caratini is your safer type of option today. <laughs> it's so terrible. Stevie, you said you're making one lineup today. Is it a stack? Is it like a 3-3-2? What would we look at? Just like the best pieces at each position? How are you attacking it? Dean, we literally um, already went over it, I guess, the entire thing, the pre-show. Okay, but th- were the people listening out there or no? I'm here for the people. I'm a man of the people. Are the people man. ever listening when you talk? That's why I pitched it to Stevie. <laughs> all I did, all I did, was Stevie to listen, and he, then he would take it, over. That's all there. And they're, like, and they're like, "Okay, we'll listen now." Good, good, um, good retort. <laughs> that, yeah, way to, way to turn that one, Dean. But yeah, um, <laughs> it's like two little mini stacks. That's it. It's nothing. I'm not like stacking five team, five players on a team. Fair enough. Like Fanduel, uh, Fanduel, I have a four man stack, but Yahoo, it's kind of a mix. Yeah, I mean, FanDuel also incentivizes you to make those stacks more so. Like, you get paid off more with correlation over there, which is where their scoring goes down. Uh, first base, I want the polar bear. Do you want the polar bear there, Stevie? I think everybody wants the polar bear. Two home runs away from the rookie record. They don't really have anything to play for. Um, I was actually kind of disappointed in, in the Mets today. Like, bat Alonzo first. Like, just do it. <laughs> just put him out there. Hit him first. Like, let him get optimized at bats. Like, this is your your guy, um, but yeah, Pete Alonso. I, I think he's the clear cut. I, I think he's the chalk option too. Like, let's be realistic. I think that everybody's going to try to play Pete Alonso today. I think he's going to be very popular. Um, there's not a ton of first basemen that I love today. I, I think that Grant made an interesting point with Jose Abreu as a as a pivot in tournaments. Uh, Matt Olson against Felix Fernandez. Yeah. And Carlos Santana, like all three of those guys are going to be so popular. So going to Jose Abreu is very interesting for tournaments. The Mets have that animal lineup going. They got Nemo. They got a fish batting first. They got a polar bear batting second. 
That was a bad joke and it was terrible. Grant, what do you have at first base? Um, Alonzo is very clearly the cash game guy. Uh, but tournaments, you want Abreu, Nola, or Olsen. Uh, Olsen, way more expensive than Alonzo, going to draw one-third the ownership over on Yahoo. And then Abreu and Nola, people don't have the balls to play him, and they are both going to hit a... <laughs> name names. Dean, Dean, <laughs> I don't shave Olsen. The one thing you actually Olsen. hear is the one thing that you want to call me out on. Like, everything else, you just did in one ear out the other. But that's the one thing you remember is that I besmirched the great Aaron Nola. Oh, or the fact that you besmirched the Yankees organization. <laughs> no besmirching of the Yankees. <laughs> they have a lot of money. Like, good for them. Congratulations. They play in a different, uh, you know, it's a different deal. Stan's going to bankrupt them. Uh, well, I don't think that's true. <laughs> I think they're going to survive it. I think they'll be all right. Somehow they'll, they'll find a way. They'll, they'll raise, you know, ticket prices an extra $3 or so, something like that for the next 20 years. And, Maybe that math works out. I'm not really sure. Um, anybody else at first? It's worth a head nod. We basically mentioned the guys that we just talked about. Keystone positions. We talked base. about every single first baseman. Is there any more? Nope. Albert, Albert Pujols. Oh, by the way, my bad. I miss Pujols. Darn. He's got like four more years in his contract. Three or four more years in this. I think they're still playing Josh Hamilton. <laughs> you know, Albert Pujols is going to bankrupt the Angels. They're going to go broke. I mean, Wait, I, did, I, did, I meant to say it's a bad contract. I mean, honestly, Trout may bankrupt the Angels. <laughs> Trout's not bankrupting anybody. They're make, you're making money off the Trout. I mean, making a fish. Uh, he's a half billion dollars you're paying him. He's what worth every penny. He he's bad. worth every penny. Like Trout, Trout would be the one guy if I was an owner. Like he's go get him. What he's happens if he tries to enter a Prince Fielder lookalike contest a few years down the road? <laughs> what? I think he'll lose a little bit of speed if he tries to emulate Prince Fielder. <laughs> Prince Fielder? Like, where is that name coming from? <laughs> you know, a lot of these people, they don't know who Prince Fielder is. Well, yeah, that, it's been a while. But uh, been, yeah. uh, I think he was in the league four years ago. He was No, he wasn't. Four years ago. Come on, that's egregious. I will take the over on that. He was still getting paid four years ago. That's a different conversation. Bobby Bonilla is still getting paid. He ain't in the league. Uh, he was anymore. in the league three years ago. Suck it, Dean. What league? Uh, the AL. No. How old do you think he is? Uh, he's 35 years old he was playing for texas in 2016 playing for define playing for 89 games just four years three years ago yes he was an all-star four years ago no he wasn't um yeah are these chop facts 13th in the mvp race stevie I literally have it in front of me right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm going with Grant. Um, I can't believe right this is true. <laughs> I, at first, I thought I, I was thinking Cecil Fielder, his dad. So that's like it really what threw me off. But uh, he's definitely been out of the league for more than four years. I can confirm that. Uh, he broke the Tigers, by the way. The Tigers have yet to recover from the amount of money they just pay him. You sure um, Miggy didn't break the Tigers? Yeah. <laughs> it's another terrible contract, man. It's brutal. Um yeah, Keystone was just in second base. is terrible, guys. Um, is it? I think you're just Garcia. Yeah, if you're, yeah Garcia's like, nine if, bucks. Eight bucks. Eight bucks, yeah. Who are we talking about? Robel Garcia. And we're, we're enthused? Against Musgrove, who struggles against lefties batting third in a lineup for $8, when your second best option is paying $17 for Cano. Is Prince Fielder available at second base? 
It's a bad. It's the bad position today. I think you play one of the Cubs second basemen, right? Like it's the easiest that are you playing Kemp and and not Russell? Like you're playing Kemp, you're playing Happ, you're playing Garcia. Like Musgrove struggles against lefties. They're batting one, two, three. Um, I think Happ and Garcia have the upside. So Tony Kemp can steal bases, but you know I think that you're attacking Musgrove with one of these cheap second basemen. I don't hate the idea of paying up for Robinson Cano on other sites because he's a little bit cheaper, but just take the value on Yahoo. Um, play the play the cheaper second baseman here. I think uh, this Houston lineup's going to give us Alemus Diaz and Jack Mayfield two righties against Berea, who just gives so many homework, so much power to right-handers. Again, I'd much rather play one of the Cubs guys. Have you seen Berea versus the righties? Yeah. I have, but I'd still rather play one of the Cubs guys. Do you guys talk about this in the morning grind? I'm sure you talked about that. Yeah, we talked about it on the football morning grind. You are correct. Yeah, we, we do football <laughs> on Thursday. Man, you're like way behind on like keeping up Dude, with what's going on on your website you work for. I, well, I can't listen to everything. <laughs> well, you, listen you literally to, I, could listen to everything on Roto Grinders because there's like three hours a day and you're on one of the hours. Yeah, but I got things to watch. What? It, do you, do you have an incognito mode window open right now, Dean? You shouldn't be doing that during the show. <laughs> I was like, I was thinking more like Succession, but okay, fair enough. Is that uh, is that? Uh, I don't want to know what kind of. Oh, it's phenomenal. What kind of it's dirty a, videos you're watching? No, no, no. It's a phenomenal show from the the good people at HBO, home box office. I've been uh, watching I Land, the I Land. What? It's on Netflix. New show. The yeah. Island. Yeah, the somebody, I somebody dash land. About that. I don't know what it is. Like, it, is it spelled goofy or just having fun it's with the kind of It's kind of lost reminiscent. Hmm, okay. First few seasons of Lost or last season of Lost? First few that seasons of Lost. Uh, third, third, third base, hot corner. Grant, it's all yours. Open it up. It's Bregman uh, as a chalk. Clear cash game guy. Ramirez probably your third cash game guy Chapman second if you can't afford Bregman is who you go with I'm obviously a big fan of Moncada and Seager Seager going lefty lefty people aren't going to play it Moncada I don't know if you hit it know this but he hits a lot of home runs versus righties pretty much a guaranteed home run for Moncada well I wouldn't guarantee it I'll guarantee it money back guaranteed yes money back guarantee if he doesn't hit a home run I will take my money back no, no. Will you, will you uh, make a free roll if he doesn't bang out a homer? Um, for twenty-five cents, if Mangone's tweet gets a thousand retweets. <laughs> nice callback. Well done, Stevie. Jump in here as far as third base. Yeah, I think it's Bregman or Ramirez at the top. Um, we're saving so much money in other positions. Uh, catcher, second base, pay up at pay up at third base. I think is the way to go today. And even like Chapman, like if you want to save a little bit, like Chapman against Felix. Um, I'm probably not going to play Chapman today. I like Bregman and Ramirez more, but yeah, I, I think this is a good spot to pay up at third base. Shortstop, Grant, fire away. Shortstop, Lindor. End of that, that's not end talking. Of analysis. It, it, Off the yeah. board, you can go Tim Anderson if you're stacking up the White Sox. Otherwise, it's trash, or he can pay for 27 bucks with Simeon. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just super straightforward. Stevie, anything to see or raise or to, to add on there? Nothing to add. Um, Lindor's my guy today. I'm right there with Grant. Like, I'll eat chalk every once in a while, and I think Lindor's the chalk to eat. Um, Marcus Simeon's the easiest fade on the slate for me on Yahoo at 27 bucks. Like, I, I get it, but 
if he hits two home runs, I'll, I'll lose. That's fine with me. If you want to punt shortstop, I think Simmons is okay against Miley. We talked about how much he's been struggling recently. Um, but I think shortstop and third base are positions you want to pay up for today. Um, and I don't hate the Tim Anderson call. He's always a guy that has that, you know, jack in the bag upside. There it is. Um, yeah, I have no issues with that either. Sure, why not? Fire away. Um, it's going to be – everybody's going to want Lindor. It's just a matter of, like, if you get, that's one of your big spans. And if, if Bregman cracks, cracks that lineup, uh, for sure. You know, the righty power we talked about against Berea is real. Uh, so you definitely want to get one of those two guys at the top. If you're playing cash games, I don't know who's playing cash games these days for tournaments. You can do whatever you want, but those are I really play cash games these days, Dean. Are you? Yeah. You want to play head-to-head? I'm actually playing okay. head-to-head tonight, too. <laughs> okay, so I'm the only one not playing head-to-heads. This is weird, man. It's like Bizarro World. But I uh, mean, like, everyone says, oh, it's too volatile at this point in the season. Well, yeah, if you this is where you can get the biggest edge on cash games by doing more research. Yeah, I mean, going in, I thought it was like a bit of a precipitous, uh, you know, sort of nature of the slate. So I was, I was uh, trading lightly. I guess you don't use say. words I don't understand. <laughs> and I believe well, yeah. precipitation par- refers to rain. <laughs> no, no, this is precipitous. I think you're mispronouncing precipitation. <laughs> two, those are two different words. Do you happen they to have a chorus by chance? Yeah. Well, huh? you know. Well, that's only because you're listening at like forty percent with effort. What's so. this, Dean? That's Coors. That that is a Coors. Coors light. That's not really an empty one. You put it back on the table. Who drinks Coors for real? That's who you drink. I right? had. That's I. Dean, I you have absolutely zero clout when it comes to <laughs> saying if a beer is good or not. Or cheese. <laughs> Listen, I agree 100% with Grant on that one. Uh, like, Dean, come on, stick to your we, – we, we trust a little bit of your movie knowledge, a little bit. I didn't say a lot, but um, don't don't come in here and start talking beer with us. Oh, my gosh. That's where uh, we lose you. All right. Well, I mean, I, I thought I lost you like a half hour ago, so I feel better about myself. But uh... Half hour? <laughs> 45 minutes maybe. Give me some outfielders, Stevie. Outfielders, um, I think your your number one outfielder on Yahoo is Kyle Tucker. He should bat up towards the top of the order. He's nine bucks. Um, he he's perfectly fine for cash games and tournaments. Michael Brantley, if he's in the lineup, he's cheap as well. Um, I, I like the Kyle Lewis call. Jordan Alvarez at the top. I think Brandon Nimmo is a guy that I would play on other sites where he's cheaper. Um, Fran Mill is expensive, but I like the spot for him. I like Conforto, um, Puig, Seth Brown. I, I think I named everybody I like. Um, Crush Davis. And then um, I don't hate the Polka call. Um, I think it was Memesy was very high on Polka in the expert survey today. Is he getting, he's been hit the baseball? Was that the bold call? He's actually not going to. He, like, he called a home run for Polka. What? I'm calling two home runs for Polka. Boom. Oh, stop it. He said, Andy, I mean, I'm upping you. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that? Like, you know, one was ambitious enough. You know yeah. what that last time I called two home runs for Polka was? I don't know. I think he got two home runs back in 2017. <laughs> You're not going to like the lineup for Seattle, Grant. Were you playing oh, minor Murphy and Null are out. I'm unregistering for this conversation. Oh. conversation. Um, well, Murphy is not in the lineup. Oh, boy. Son of a Change everything. biscuit. Horse malarkey is Nola and in that. They hit, yeah. Nola's batting like fifth though. Yeah, that's that's fine. I'll take two home runs in the five hole. But Navarez is in there. Santana, Moore, Smith. 
Hey, if you guys are watching this on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. If you have any questions, they're a fabulous multitasking producer. And he it's my understanding he's multitasking more so today than he has been in other days. Having a lot of fun there with the, uh, I don't know, the beard to stroke or uh, a goatee of some sort. Am I smoking a cigarette? I don't know what I'm doing. The handlebar uh, mustache was my favorite. I, you yeah. know, I just randomly started doing this for no particular reason. I'm not sure if that was a, if I timed it right or maybe I moved too much. You I don't definitely know. did not. I don't think there was anything on your face. So you just looked like you were cleaning your ears with some Q-tips. <laughs> well, my ears are... Well, you, know you just had really are, right? bad aim. Okay. <laughs> there you go. I wasn't sure. Didn't want to like... Uh, did you not play Operation as a child? Did you not I was know too busy playing, playing doctor. <laughs> the funny one was always... I, you know the key to Operation? If you want to win Operation, take the batteries out when nobody's looking. That's the key. Uh, that's a little tip for your, from your Uncle Eric. Uh, all right. We want to get the shout-outs. If you're rocking the RG badge, we want to incentivize you all to do so. We basically give you a shout out, let you know, hey, thanks for rocking it. You finished the top 10 in contest all around the industry. You get yourself one month of RG premium. Uh, the shout outs are as follows. Not as big as the list as it has been throughout the week. We got Fantasy 13 and uh, Anger 33, E-N-G-R, Anger 33, Ron Burgundy. Uh, give me some outfielders, Grant. Um, some outfielders, everyone that Stevie said. Um, it's Tucker, it's Brantley. Uh, if you're paying up, you can get Alvarez. If you're paying in the mid-tier, which you generally have one in your lineup, it's either going to be Puig or Forto. But paying down, you got Osuna, you got Tucker, you got Brantley. <laughs> All right. We're going to do a screen share in a second, too. Before we jump to the screen share, we're going to how are you the... so far behind? Do a better job. Well, I feel like you guys have been doing We have been nothing possibly... but on topic this entire time. I feel like you've, you try to derail the show to some extent. Has that not been – um, you know, a goal. Yeah, I have no idea. Clearly, what the one about. talking about how the Yankees are going to go down in ruins in a few years. <laughs> hey, you know what? That you got to hold me to it. That's that is precisely what I said. I said nothing different. Uh, I just have a hunch that the team that's you know worth the most in the league and you know has one of the biggest brands around the world when it comes to sports is just there's impending doom coming for sure. Uh, on the screen share, we're gonna. Oh, before we do this, well, if it's up right now, so be it. We'll, we'll have it up here as we're talking, but. Uh, Stevie, give me uh, stacks and dongs. Three stacks you like, three dongs you like. Fire away. Um, I like the Houston stack, obviously. Um, I like the Mets. And I guess my sneaky stack today would be the Cubs. Um, as far as home runs go, I'm going to go with Kyle Tucker hits a home run. Um, Ian Happ hits a home run. And... Kyle Lewis. I'm going to take one of the Seattle bets. Oh, Grant's so angry right now. You saved him from, from Kyle Lewis, actually. Little, little does well, he know. Yeah, we was going to go with Kyle Lewis, but it's all right. I had three others locked down. We got Moncada, we got Abreu, and we got Nola. Boom. Suck it, Pete. Uh, can I have some stacks? What have I said like 20 times in the show? Mariners. And Somebody just joined the show 12 minutes ago. They didn't hear you keep saying the same thing. They didn't well, get then I need to punish them for not coming in early. Why would I punish them? They don't have to give us the entire hour necessarily. <laughs> I'm happy they joined us. Thank you. We appreciate that. <laughs> Mariners and White Sox. You want to punish me for not listening to the morning grind. <laughs> but oh, you want to punish everybody for not listening to things. I, guess I mean, we like to have a high intelligence audience, so I'm, I'm, I'm okay with you not listening. If something spe- nothing speaks more to that philosophy than this show. <laughs> this has definitely been a high IQ show for sure. Uh, I wanted to show the pitchers as far as ownership out there. And to no surprise, you know, Wheeler is jumping off the page, 62%. These numbers get, you know, more and more fine. The closer and closer we get to lock, obviously. 
Uh, the K props, he's got the highest K prop. It's not particularly high, obviously, because he's not a big K guy, but he's facing the Marlins, and he should stick around for a while. Six and a half is the K prop. Manaya at five and a half. Uh, Quintana, at, you know, at four and a half. Musker at five and a half. Stevie, give me one of these dudes. Who's going to go over or under? I'd take the over on Wheeler, I think. Um, it's six and a half, right? Yes. Yeah, I, I, th- I take the over on Wheeler and then maybe like a sneaky one would be like uh, Savelli at 4.5 against the White Sox. They're, they strike out a lot. So even if Savelli gives up some runs here, I think the four and a, four and a half is kind of interesting. And I always like I always like the the really small ones like Jaime Barria um, 2.5, like just throwing <laughs> a couple bucks at that. Like it, it's it's such a it's such a low number that like you can walk, you can get lucky and get three strikeouts in a game. Uh, what do you have for me, uh, for me Grant? G- g- give me a, make a bold proclamation. I know you don't very, have yourself your own personal. Very, almanac, very but... clearly the under on Manaya strikeouts. Uh, we have, <laughs> the, what, why are you laughing? It's not clearly, but go ahead. Why is it not clearly? Uh, first because the level, Mariners aren't going to score five runs and, you know, Manaya's going to go six and change. I don't know and... if you know this, Dean, but runs and strikeouts don't entirely uh, correlate. They're not complete correlations. So guess what? Manai could end up with two strikeouts and not give up a run. It's happened before in baseball. It's called variance. In any case, we have Navarez that's in there that only strikes out at a 10% rate. We have the high walk bat, Santana, 13%. Navarez, 20%. Nola, 14%. Seager, 10%. Crawford, 13%. Long, 10%. That's a lot of walks in there for a guy that can struggle a little bit for control for a soft-throwing lefty. So the count's probably going to get worked quite a bit. And he's a little bit like he's really more splits neutral to reverse splitsy so far this season. So the fact that there's actually some decent lefty bats in there, Manea is going to get blown up for one, and he's definitely not getting over five and a half strikeouts. Oh, boy. Uh, there are some questions loading up in chat. Grant, you're getting all verbal on me, but uh... – Let's move on. Knock out these questions. We'll take it off air. How about that? We'll we'll we'll, we'll slide into the DMs. I am not taking off my clothes off air with you. <laughs> well, I feel like you're the one bringing up that suggestion. Um, my mom watches this air. show, by the way. Watch your mouth. What's that? You said take it off air. Yes, uh, it's, it's this. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an expression that people use in a society. <laughs> Grant, you like the angel stack? No, I like the White Sox and the Mariners, or you go with the chalk stacks of Houston, Cleveland, Oakland, and Mets. If you really want to go off the board, then just because of their prices on certain sites, you can go Cubs. But if you're going to go off the board, you go Mariners and you go White Sox. Yeah, there was a question in chat asking about the Angels. And, like, Stevie, it's it's one of those conundrums because you know how terrible Miley's been three of his last four starts. Again, he wasn't, like, an opener. He was supposed to pitch, like, a decent amount of pitches, but he was so terrible. He did not make it, make it uh, past the first inning in three of those four. But then you look at the Angels' lineup. It's like, okay, well, how do I take advantage of that potential? These guys are terrible. So this is the conundrum. Maybe a three-man, but, like, I, where's the upside? <laughs> I don't know. Where's the upside? <laughs> I don't know what to do. The, uh, the upside is, like – Simmons, Pulhos, and just a Smith because he's, uh, I guess, like, I just don't see the upside. They don't strike out. He's not going to strike them out. There's going to be a lot of contact. Maybe you get some RBIs. Maybe you get rid of Miley quick and they don't use the good arms of the bullpen. Like, you know, they're going to want these guys to get work down the stretch. So who knows what they're going to do? So I don't know. I, I don't love the Angel stack today. I just don't see a ton of upside. 
Steve, you got a 2v2. This is specific for DK Cash. Quintana and Namo or Miley and Lorraine. The first one, not even close. First one, not even close. You do realize that Miley actually has a higher swing strike rate over the last 30 days in comparison to the last 12 months and barely a higher hard hit rate. You're comparing him to Quintana you're talking about? No, I'm talking Miley over the last 12 months or the last 30 days compared to 12 months. Higher swing strike rate, higher outside the swing or outside the zone swing strike rate. Barely That's like higher. a five inning sample because he's been shellacked every the first yeah, inning. It's like not it. like he had a six inning game in there. <laughs> so there was once a game where he pitched six decent innings. So even <laughs> in considering that there was one point one innings, in which case he gave up fourteen runs, and the only other part of the sample size is a seven inning game, and the fact that he's actually had a higher swing strike rate in that time period. Doesn't mean anything. Yeah, you're right, Dean. Oh my God! I, you know, slide. We're gonna slide into the DMs. That's all I'm saying, Grant. T- okay. Interpret that however you want. Okay. <laughs> we gotta finish strong. Uh, on deck is the premium show. Uh, probably won't have as much shenanigans. If you guys are premium members, feel free to check out Crunch Time with the Cheese is Good and Kevin Roth. Uh, I do want to check one last time as far as what's going down. I give give sh- the sponsor a shout out, Yahoo, because. Uh, I'm not planning on players playing. I'm not planning on players. Uh, wow, I'm not planning on. That's a lot of peas. There might be some overlay <laughs> for football tonight. There you go. I went a different direction with that sentence uh, because it's, it's been that way, you know, for the first few weeks or so as far as the season. So get in there. You can just backload it and decide in your lineups later. Stevie, finish strong. Give me some good. Uh, the Cubs hit three home runs in the first inning. Whoa, that is Grant. See that and raise it. Uh, the White Sox and the Mariners have more combined runs than the Astros, Indians, and Athletics combined. Woo! That's a legit fumarole right there. Uh, all right, we gotta go. We gotta step aside. We gotta get out of here. He's Grant. He's uh, he's Stevie. Congratulations, Stevie. I'm glad to have you back. And uh, I'm Dean. Enjoy your baseball. I might have a mustache right now. I might have a beard. I'm stroking that. <laughs> We're at. Dean, that was very poor <laughs> phrasing. <laughs> no. <laughs> 